Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast has been brought to you by Paleo Valley. They are one of my favorite companies because their products are super pure, full of incredible ingredients. And I want to tell you about their meat sticks. They have 100% grass-fed beef, pasture-raised turkey meat sticks that my family and I love. My kids love these because they have tons of flavor. They're completely free of carbs and sugar, and they have probiotics in them as well. So they're great for your gut, great for supporting your appetite, your satiety levels. They help you uh, feel satiated, and they help you burn fat for fuel. They're gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, GMO-free, and preservative-free. So they are the top of the line. They've got some great flavors that you will absolutely love. And now you can use my coupon code, Jockers, just my last name, J-O-C-K-E-R-S, to get 15% off your order today. Simply go to their website, paleovalley.com, and enter Jockers at checkout, and you'll receive 15% off your entire purchase. The link and discount code are also available in the show notes of today's episode. Once you try these meat sticks, you won't be able to get enough. I mean, my kids love these, my family loves these, and I know you will as well. So try them out, Paleo Valley, and I know you're going to love them. Hey friends, this podcast is actually an interview that I did a few years ago for a project I worked on called the Keto Edge Summit. The Keto Edge Summit was basically where I interviewed, I think it was like 36, 40 of the top keto experts in the world. We talked about all things keto. We talked about how to get the best results out of the diet. We talked about biohacking strategies to do to help improve your digestive system, to help improve your brain health, your energy, and really get the most out of life. And so this interview is with one of my good friends who is an expert in many different areas. And you'll see as we, as we dive into this topic, just uh, just how deep we go and the quality of the content that you get. And so just a reminder, this is uh, roughly, you know, this is, I think I did these interviews in like 2017, 2018, so a few years old, but uh, the content is just as relevant and uh, I know that it will make a difference in your life. So you will enjoy this content. And uh, if you wouldn't mind just leaving us a rating or review, your reviews really, really count. They mean the world to us. 
and they help us get seen by more people. So if you just go to your Apple iTunes player and uh, rate us and leave a review, that will really help us uh, just be able to help more people and get this information out to the masses. Thank you for doing that and enjoy the podcast. Well, hello everybody and welcome to the Keto Edge Summit where we are dispelling the myths, helping you overcome the hurdles, and empowering you to improve your brain and your body through the ketogenic lifestyle. I'm your host, Dr. David Jockers, and I'm really pumped about our guest today and our topic, which is keto for menopause. And there's a lot of thought systems that go on when women are going through menopause, and so nutrition plans like keto, oftentimes people think, you know, that that certainly couldn't be for me while I go through menopause. And so we're going to talk to an expert here. This is Dr. Anna Kabeka, and we're going to really go through exactly what foods, what supplements, what sort of nutritional strategies are going to be best for menopause. We're going to go through, really, is the ketogenic diet and lifestyle, is that appropriate for a woman as she goes through this period in her life? And so, Dr. Anna, super excited to have you on. Uh, I'm going to share your bio here just in a minute. But uh, just really excited we were able to connect and, uh, and do this interview. Yeah, me too. Thank you. It's a great topic. Yes, absolutely. And so Dr. Anna is an expert in women's health, menopause, and sexual health. She's an Emory University trained, board-certified gynecologist and obstetrician, board-certified in integrative medicine as well as anti-aging and regenerative medicine. She is known for empowering the modern woman to escape the suffering and stereotypes of menopause, and she's literally traveled around the world to find the best solutions in women's health, creating online education programs such as Magic Menopause. Take note of that, guys. Women's Restorative Health and Sexual CPR, as well as her signature products that are highly physician-recommended, including Mighty Maca Plus, Natural Energy Booster, and Jolva. Did I say that right? Jolva? A natural feminine cream for women. And so... Dr. Anna, I heard about you from, uh, from some colleagues, and we had never met up or anything, and uh, so I'm just super excited about being able to interview you here. And I know you're a menopause expert, and uh, I was reading about how you've actually gone through it three times. So tell us about your journey. I always say I'm a menopause expert because I've had to go through it three times. And, um, you know, I was diagnosed with early menopause and premature ovarian failure when I was only 39 years old. So um, we, I recognized very early on in my medical career, or, you know, in the middle of my medical career, let's say, that stress has plays an important role on hormone imbalance and it can shut us down. So especially, I mean, this is true for for women, men, kids. I mean, we can understand the hormonal consequence of extended periods of stress or PTSD, post-traumatic stress, a traumatic event in our lives. And so that was age 39. And at that time, I was told, David, that I would never be able to have another baby. And that was something my husband and I and my um, family really, really wanted. And so that was just devastation upon devastation. And so with um, part of my journey around the world and healing journey, spiritually, physically, emotionally, I learned certain 
functional approaches as well as healing foods and and practices that enabled me to restore not just my body back into you know a, a healthy hormonal balance but restore my fertility and at age 41 I became pregnant with my daughter Ava Marie who is now 10 years old so a, a blessing so yeah I'm 51 with a 10 years old if that won't put you into a third menopause what will <laughs> But part of my journey goes deeper, and this is part of um, our post-traumatic understanding the effects of post-traumatic stress and and um, how that can have an effect on relationship and disconnect, disconnection and burnout. You know, whether it's from your your job, your spouse, the activities you've loved to do. So I experienced that as well personally um, just a few years later, and that took me also into another. Say, call that second menopause. I really like experienced the ins and outs of menopause over the last decade. And now at age, at age 51, you know, am I menopausal? Am I not menopausal? Am I in? Am I out? You know, I continue to, to play that battle. But one thing that I learned as I hit 49 years old and, and went through, you know, we went through two hurricanes here in the Southeast, went through losing my father. So again, more trauma, um, that, you know, weight gain and our metabolic changes as we, hit this age group really does shift our metabolism and we've got to, we've got to come around it in a different, uh, more intelligent way. And so that's what I've integrated into my programs, which, you know, are magic menopause and my other programs just to really inspire women to make those next right steps. Instead of, it seems like we're always chasing our tail and think we're doing the next thing, the right thing, but it's not working for us. And we think we're broken, but we're not, we just got to figure out the right way to do it for us. Well, you know, I love the way that you're just a leader in this area because so many women are lost when they go through perimenopause, menopause. And, um, you know, I just got an email from a lady today talking about how her hair is falling out. She doesn't know what's going on. And it can be really scary at times when you go through that. And so tell us more about like what kind of, what changes with our hormones? Like what kind of changes do women go through here? and What causes menopause? Yeah, and I will touch on the hair loss hot flash issue that plagues many of us in the perimenopause menopause. And one thing I share in my programs is this, the tremendous hair loss. I had balding way back to here from stress-related hair loss. And, and that is was a huge eye-opener for me. So I do teach that in my programs because it is like our hair is really important to us. You know, when we start pulling it out in handfuls, I know you've seen as I've seen women come into my office, like this is the hair in my shower this morning, help stop this. Right. And this is where we really just have to have to take charge because it doesn't stop on its own. We've got to rebalance our hormones. So when we talk about the physiologic changes, just in normal, like not even with the push of high stress lifestyle that we're having during this transition. If you're all like me, you know, you've got kids going through puberty, we're going through menopause. I mean, it can get chaotic in a household, (laughs) but, um, but it's, it's the physiologic changes. Normally in our mid thirties, we start to see a decline in progesterone. And that's the first shift telling women like, okay, something's off with my body. Maybe I've had breakthrough breeding. Maybe uh, my period's a little off or I'm, I'm getting acne. I'm noticing, you know, my hair is not as lustrous as it used to be. What's going on, right? And not to mention the PMS, the mood swings. And one thing I always tell women, if you only hate your husbands two weeks out of the month, probably your hormones more so than your husband. Granted, they have a role in that, but <laughs> we have to start looking at that because we're like, I'm shifting. I'm not like who I love being and what's going on with this. And that's a sign that we're really losing 
and some of our protective hormones, and predominantly that's progesterone. And so we start to see that decline, and that's really, really come in to give ovarian-supportive nutrients, detoxification, bioidentical progesterone, maca, and my formula you mentioned, Mighty Maca, just to really help empower the adrenal glands too as we're going through this stressful time period. And in my clinical practice, working with women, that's the one thing I noticed most um, was just we need this additional support during this time, as well as we need the lifestyle Mm. boundaries of if it's a no, it's a no, right? If it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no type philosophy, because we just sometimes just can't allow ourselves to take on that one more thing. We need to create that balance. So that normal decline of, of progesterone way before really we see the steep decline and swinging of estrogen, we start to experience those symptoms. And it often leads women in our conventional model to get birth control pills, get surgery. You know, I mean, those are our intervention methods of standard of care, but they don't address the underlying root of the problem, which is what we need to do. And it's surprising once we address that, we feel a tremendous amount better. And that's something I saw over and over again in my medical practice. Yeah, and uh, you're trained at Emory, so you're a medical doctor, and obviously you're talking lifestyle. You, you mentioned some of the conventional therapies like birth control pills and other things like that, hormone replacement, um, but obviously you're really focusing on lifestyle. You're focusing on more natural solutions, and uh, you, know, you also mentioned bioidentical hormone replacement. So why don't more medically trained uh, practitioners, why aren't more gynecologists not... Uh, not why don't they really know about this kind of stuff? Yeah, well, that'll open a can of worms, right? <laughs> that can be an emotionally fueled conversation among a whole board of us, right? So I think it's it's again what's in our practice, what we're exposed to, what we're trained to do, what our um, education is, right? We're in there. You know, a lot of us we're trained for immediate intervention. Let's get rid of the symptoms, whether we cut it out or medicate it out, right? Um, so that's a, it's the quick fix, quick fix. And women's health, we cannot take that approach. I mean, really can't take that approach in anyone's health. But again, I'm a women's health advocate. So you, the rest of you are on your own. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. You definitely want your women to listen to me because you'll be a happier man too. <laughs> for sure. Yep. Um, and so, so it's that, it's that concept that, you know, we have to look at what, what are the underlying causes versus what's the diagnosis that needs to be treated. So it's just a shift. And so because my training, you know, my doctor's bag is different because my training was a worldwide training plus osteopathic plus allopathic plus functional Right. So I've continued on as a, cause I came to Southeast Georgia as a solo doc. It was me, my name on the door, no one else to rely on. So it's quite a big shift coming from my Emory, you know, uh, grand rounds type setting. Yep. So I had to figure out number one, how to keep people who can't afford surgery from getting it and improve their quality of life. Right. And then, so it just, it just stemmed, it stemmed from that. And also for me, getting the best results for my, my patients in the best and most effective natural way possible, just based on my principles, my experience, and my philosophy. That's what I, if I could do it for me, if I could reverse menopause for me, I can help all these other women. And I have, and that's beautiful to see, without medications and drugs and surgery. And so that's, that was different because my personal story is different. I think we're getting this education into absolutely 
physician who are allopathic and definitely our osteopathic medical education programs as well as residencies. It's, you know, I'm out of residency for over 20 years now. So slow coming, slow coming. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what I found just interviewing so many different health experts is that oftentimes it's their own personal journey. And like with you suffering with menopause, going through menopause three times and the battle that you've had, you had to learn a lot of unique strategies. You had to do a lot of your own research and self-experimentation to figure out what's working. And so let us know what you found over these years and working with yourself as well as hundreds and thousands of other people with your programs. What are the keys to mastering your hormones? Yeah, well, I would definitely say it's all about getting into that balance, getting into that peaceful state. And I always say there are three major hormones we have to control, right? And as a gynecologist, I want to say that's progesterone, estrogen, testosterone, but it's really not. To be honest, it's insulin, cortisol, and then my absolutely favorite, most powerful hormone in our body, oxytocin. Mm. So it's those three that I teach. Now, in working with women, as they're going through this midlife weight gain, I, I want to tell you this. I mean, this is what I would tell my patients. Ketosis, you know, ketogenic diets don't work for women in this change of life. They just don't work. And I'll tell you what the reason is. I tell, I tell you, go keto crazy. So what I found in my clinical practice, understanding the research from decades ago, looking at ketogenic diets, thinking, okay, you know, Sally, you, you're 45, you're gaining this weight, let's go in this very carbohydrate restrictive program. And, you know, of course, after we've even done my detox program, let's go through this carbohydrate restrictive program. And this is the ketogenic and this will help you burn fat and, and lose weight for sure. But, you know, when I would try to do it, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I don't like myself this way. I'm getting irritable. I'm on edge. I'm not at peace. What's going on? And my patients would say the same thing. So I said, I called it keto crazy. So as I, as I hit this, this stage thinking, okay, well, what's the missing link here for women, especially to avoid these symptoms and to really empower their body into a, a fat burning state, which feels, can feel really great. Um, how do we create that balance? So that brought in the missing piece that we all know as functional medicine docs, that's really key. When we detox people, we want them on an alkaline diet. And I started checking. I started having myself check, my family, friends, et cetera, check their urine. Okay, they completely get an acidic urine pH. That's not good long-term. We need a good balance. We need to be alkaline and acidic and our urine pH and a healthy fluctuation. So I started um, getting clients out and myself alkaline first and then go into ketosis. So starting eating more healthy greens, carbohydrates. And I'm talking about urine pH, not blood pH. And I know you know that, but I think that's where the literature gets really confusing. Like, oh, alkalinity doesn't matter. It absolutely does. Our blood pH is going to stay stable and we're going to rob our bones, muscles, et cetera, in order to keep that blood pH stable. But our urinary pH will give us a good indication of what, you know, what's passing through our kidneys on a regular basis. What's our inflammatory, you know, what's going on from that cellular level. So it's an easy, very inexpensive at-home test, and they can see how their diet is compliant with more of a nutritious, mineral-rich you know, whole foods kind of program. And that's critical for women. So they get into this alkaline state, then get into ketosis, dial down the carbohydrates, again, low carbohydrate alkalinizing greens, like kale, chard, beet greens. Oh my gosh, they're my favorite. So dial those, you know, get that healthy balance in there. And all of a sudden you're showing 
on your urine strips, that you're in ketosis, and that your pH is alkaline, a seven or better. And the feeling is energized enlightenment versus keto crazy. And that's the feeling that we resonate best in <laughs> at this stage in our lives. Then we feel at home in our body, more grounded and more peaceful as well as just the weight melts off. So for me, it was losing 18 pounds in six weeks when I made that connection. It was really powerful. So did you do one before the other? Did you focus on your detox program with lots and lots of greens first, get your, your urine pH where you want it, between seven and eight, and then from there, you went into ketosis? Absolutely. Always. Okay. Always. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a difference. And then we can we can hang out there, but you'll see you'll be keto. You know, you'll have acidic urine if you aren't careful to dial in enough of those minerals. And that's yeah. I think where people miss it in the ketogenic space, where you know it's so easy to. I mean, really can be full and happy in ketosis and never eat a green, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're ketogenic, but that's not the right way to do it. Yeah, exactly. You want a trace mineral rich diet. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a big thing. And also when you're in ketosis, when your insulin goes down, you actually excrete a lot of minerals. And so you actually your your need, your need for trace minerals goes up when that's the case, especially things like sodium, magnesium, potassium. So yeah, it is it is a big issue that a lot of people, yeah, they just don't they don't approach it the right way. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. How did you how did you so did you just discover that missing piece with your own self-experimentation first and then saw it and started applying it with others? Or how did you go about really figuring that out, getting that urine pH correct yeah. first? It's interesting. So one of the things that I did, you know, I'm a researcher by heart. I worked for the U.S. Navy divers for years doing physiology research. And so I had to go to the research. I'm like, huh, what's going on here? There's got to be. And when I started figuring out, get into alkaline first, get into ketosis second, are there studies on this? And so I dug back into the archives of literature, of scientific research, and found an old study from 1922 that looked at that exact same thing. It was in a rat study, but it was for seizure control, but getting into alkaline and then into ketosis and able to maintain ketosis and the benefits longer. So that, I mean, it's not, I wish I could claim that it was unique to me. It was just lost for a hundred years. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I wanted to make it easy and inexpensive for women. So I created urine test strips that just measure ketones and pH because we don't need too much information and we need just enough, right? So let's make it easy and expensive. And my experience is that my clients have loved the urinary testing because it really guides them and just in a very inexpensive way to um, make some modifications and also recognize that it's not just what we eat, it's how we live. Like a night out with friends with a glass of wine and, um, you know, just an enjoyable dinner could make you more alkaline than, you know, a whole bag of greens sometimes in a stressful environment. So that awareness of how our lifestyle impacts our physiology is hugely enlightening. And that's what we want in menopause. That's what I want for the rest of my life. I want to have that awareness. 
Hey, I just want to take a quick moment and tell you about my new book, The Fasting Transformation. I am so excited about this book. It is a functional guide to help you burn fat, heal your body, and transform your life with intermittent and extended fasting. Fasting is the most ancient form of natural medicine. And in this book, I take you on a journey to help you understand how fasting improves your blood sugar and your insulin sensitivity, how it shuts down inflammation in your body, optimizes your hormones, turns on fat burning, and helps activate stem cells and deep cellular healing. Guys, you're gonna learn so much from this book. You can check it out, The Fasting Transformation on Amazon or on our webpage, drjockers.net forward slash fasting transformation. So check that out now. You guys are gonna love the book. And if you have a chance, leave a review on Amazon. Thanks so much. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's exactly right. We wanna be able to master and trust our intuition and kind of trust what our body's telling us. And like you said, I mean, stress, or what I found is stress is way more, your, your mental, emotional stress will make you more acidic than anything, right? More, yeah. Much more so than food. But uh, food is definitely something that we can, we can control on a regular basis. That's why I put so much emphasis on it. So what would you say are some of the best alkaline, like if we're, we're saying, okay, I want, a, I want a really good alkaline, low carbohydrate diet, what are some of the best foods that you would recommend there? Yeah, well, I definitely, some of my favorite, my favorite foods are, you know, beet grains. Yeah. So, you know, I love beet grains because that's one thing that just so gets me so alkaline very quickly, but they're very bitter. So just as a note for our chefs out there, when you're sauteing up the beet grains, you can always ask your grocer for beet grains because many people discard them, but that's so much better. So a little bit, tiny sliver of beet, but all those beet grains and saute them up in ghee and from grass-fed cows with onions and just, you can use turmeric in there, some great antioxidants, and then just squirt lemon juice on it to take the bitterness out. And that's a huge alkalinizer addition to any of your meals. It's really powerful. So if I was even, so for me, like my favorite alkalinizing foods that I want to incorporate are, are, those, are those greens. So the beet greens, the kale, the chard, dandelion, very alkalinizing, again, very bitter, but add that lemon and that will take out that bitterness. Use your seasoning, your sea salt, your Himalayan salt, all that stuff really well. And then avocado is, you know, one of my favorite super foods from everything. That's a keto alkaline food right there, right? And, um, and then just I, you know, I would just love, you know, I love all the cruciferous vegetables because of the breast health with them. Mm -hmm. So your, you know, broccoli for sure and sprouts. So using more sprouts in my diet. So those are my huge alkalinizing food choices that I really like to incorporate on a regular basis, adding in herbs to any meal, even chimichurri sauce. I mean, that's a great alkalinizer to your, to your meat, right? So things, starting thinking about adding things like that to balance out the acidity and keep that kind of 80-20 ratio to the best of your ability of, of incorporating the, a higher balance of alkalinizers. That's great. And I, I always tell my clients, bitter is good for your liver. I don't know if you've heard that term before, but I, yeah, remind, I remind them of that. Like when you eat a bitter food, you may not like the taste at first, but remember it's good for your liver. And so, uh, you know, we need to obviously be able to process and deactivate toxins through the liver. Super, super important in our society today. You also touched on the cruciferous vegetables and sprouts and how they're good for breast health and for female hormones. I know they've got things like 
dianomethane, indole three carbonyl. Can you touch on, you know, these kind of compounds and how they uh, benefit our hormones? Yeah, definitely. Those are really powerful to help us detoxify estrogen down the safe and healthier pathways. So when we think, you know, we're we're in menopause, our estrogen levels are really low, but it doesn't matter. It's where are they going? How are they being processed and metabolized through our body? Because that's that's where this imbalance, that's where we can associate a higher risk of breast cancer if we're not detoxifying our estrogens well. So gut health is really, really important. And, you know, as a, as a gynecologist, it's so funny because as a gynecologist, I'd be like, oh yeah, at some point we're going to get a stool sample. I'm like, you're a gynecologist. What do you need a stool sample for? Like every body fluid, excretion, et cetera, is important. It tells us something. But um, our gut health is really important to help with that estrogen detoxification too. But when our, our body, we talk about estrogen detoxification and um, the hydroxyestrone and methoxyestrone, um, metabolites and we want a healthy two to 16 methoxy estrogen metabolites. And so the DIM, the SGS, the I3C, all of those ingredients and additives or, you know, the natural compounds in our crucifers, for instance, really help drive that pathway down the healthy route versus the unhealthy route. Yeah. So when we're looking at those, those estrogen metabolites, the eight and the 16 are the really yeah, they really promote basically fast growth. Four and 16, so, yeah, for yeah, sure. And two and the four are, are definitely more gentle on our body, right? Is that correct? Yeah, the two, we want the two methoxyestrone for sure. Yeah, push it down that pathway. So we need the methylators, the sulfators, the glucuronidation benefits, um, additives there. So it's important to look at that. Yeah, yeah huge. And also, let's talk about the role of insulin and estrogen because, uh, you know, some research I came across really talked about how when we have insulin surges, such as like a high carbohydrate meal, we get an estrogen surge right after that, which can cause that kind of imbalance in the hormones. So let's talk about that and how that affects well, let's bring it into the menopause. It brings up that hot flashes, right? The more, the more we create that in our body as we become more insulin resistant, mm-hmm. we're increasing the frequency of our hot flashes. And, and there's a significant increase in women with hot flashes and lower quality of life who have insulin resistance for many reasons. So the benefit of getting into ketosis, why it's so empowering, is that we become more insulin sensitive. Our hormones are more balanced. A little bit of insulin goes a long way now and we're not getting these huge Mm. peaks adding to this crazy swinging estrogen in our you know late 40s to mid 50s range causing those hot flashes and women i've heard women speaking of um, hot flashes even for 15 years and it's a it's a component of this when we switch to this keto alkaline you know, state getting i always want to combine the two here when we and i've coined that but we switch to that, we really can decrease those hot flashes and that as a result have better balanced estrogen. Yeah, that's, that's definitely big with all of this. Um, you know, just blood sugar balances play such a devastating role in our body. Mm-hmm. And would you say that most women as they're going through menopause are dealing with more of an estrogen dominance? Uh, you know, I've heard that term quite a bit. How would you say that plays a role with this? Yeah, sure. Even if we have, this is the where it gets confusing, because even if we have low estrogen, we can be estrogen dominant just because progesterone is so in the tank, right? 
Mm-hmm. And from doing blood tests, serum tests, salivary tests, urinary tests, looking at hormones in all different ways as they each give us a different picture, we can see these in the tank levels of progesterone. And so it's important to look at that, that understanding that estrogen dominant symptom, this hormone, you know, this hormone imbalance um, for whatever the causes are, but it's definitely that. That's why adding progesterone, empowering our bodies, estrogen detoxification mechanisms through those cruciferous vegetables and, you know, lifestyle choices, you know, healthy probiotics, healing the gut, all of that makes a huge difference in balancing our body. And again, let me just emphasize here, removing endocrine disruptors or estrogen mimickers from our diet. I'm sure you've touched on that. Oh yeah. I mean, it's just so important. Absolutely. So plastics, you know, changing out like our makeup and our cleaning products and things like that, all these things that we're getting from the environment that uh, have an estrogen mimicking effect in our body. And so they promote growth. And if we get too much growth, you know, we're going to end up with, with problems, obviously. Um, and so I know you made a couple different products. You made Mighty Maca Plus, which uh, obviously has maca in the title, which is a great adaptogenic herb. And uh, in general, I'm a huge fan of adaptogens. I guess maca is more of like a t- uh, tuber, I guess it would be classified as, you would know. Um, but tell us about maca and, and other adaptogens that you like. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to. You know, a part of my journey around the world, I went to Peru and, mm-hmm. you know, at that point I was menopausal and fertile and I was asking the natives from there and um, understanding their herbal, you know, usages and their traditional medicines. And they use maca for everything. If you're infertile, drink maca. If you're tired, drink maca. If you need more energy, drink maca. Hey, hey, elbowing my husband. It's the Peruvian Viagra <laughs> maca, right? And so I'm like, okay, well, you know, this, the scientific skeptic, I'm like, well, what's in it? Well, really, it really has amazing component, really unique to it, specific proteins called macaines that are unique to maca grown above 11,000 feet in Peru. Other places that it's grown, it does not have the same effect or benefit. So I use this Peruvian maca grown above 11,000 feet in my product, but also it has a high component of arginine, which we know improves nitric oxide, which improves vasodilation is how Viagra works. So there's a lot of other great um, nutrient factors to maca in and of itself. But like you said, it's an adrenal adaptogen, will help the underproducing and overproducing, as well believe that it's a genetic adaptogen too, just like turmeric and resveratrol and quercetin have that ability on our on our genes. And I love just you know, talking with Dr. Kara Fitzgerald about this topic, we can get really into it. But so that's important. Those are other ingredients that I put in my Mighty Maca Plus formula because I recognize the power of those to come in from a very holistic, comprehensive pathway pattern to help our body regain balance very quickly. And then the liver detoxifiers are in it, like milk thistle. And we have the greens like spirulina and chlorella. So basically, you've made this kind of greens powder designed to help alkalize our body with the benefits of maca. And you know, these types of things like maca grows in the Andes, so it faces extreme geographical stresses, cold cold and snow and ice, along with intense sun, intense heat. So it's developed those different compounds in it, tertrapenes and things like that, to kind of help it adapt and survive and then when we consume it we get a lot of those benefits so it seems like a really great combination product help people get more alkaline and adapt to stress and balance hormones and what's been your experience using that with women 
Yeah, well, we see an increase in DHEA, an increase mm. in progesterone. Yeah. And those, you know, we say we have a, um, you know, it help, it's been helping with hormone balance because of its detoxifying benefits as well. So we do see those like clinical numbers improve, which is really, really strong. And then we just see the overall, you know, improvement in weight control, decreased appetite, blood sugar control. And, and so, and energy, of course, we see the improvement in energy as well. So I think that's just an overall, it was one of my key um, recommendations for women. Absolutely. And of course, it's safe for men. We have so many athletes on it as well, yeah. especially after workout and part of their recovery protocol. Yeah, you also made this product I'm interested in, Jolva. Tell, tell me a little more about that too. Well, again, as a gynecologist, I've dealt with so many issues with leaking bladder when you cough and sneeze, loss of vaginal uh, lubrication as we get older, loss of pleasure and decreased orgasm. And so I wanted a holistic answer to this that was available to women. And maybe um, I will say, you know, I've created a program called Sexual CPR, and it's a key point that if we have pain every time we have sex, why would we want to have sex? And, and it's even just goes beyond that. I know not on the topic of ketosis, but, you know, women will experience discharge, pain, discomfort, even for days after, and it's like a negative reinforcement. So I created Jolva with ingredients that I had experienced with for decades, to really help just restore, it's kind of my anti-aging cream for the vulva. And I will argue that it is more important than an anti-aging cream for our eyes and our mouth, right? It's more important because this, these changes really affect the quality of our lives. So an anti-aging cream for the vulva, it does help with lubrication, it does help with sensation. And we have so many great testimonials on that with other benefits too. So it um, has DHEA, alpine plant, um, it has DHEA in it, so that's really powerful. And also plant stem cells from the alpine rose, another beautiful floral, um, you know, another really beautiful anti-aging ingredient. The alpine rose grows in the Swiss Alps in the harsh conditions of the ice and snow. So like maca, it's one of those powerful, powerful um, ingredients and, mm. and specimens. And then emu oil, coconut oil, shea butter, so emollients and, and moisturizers to help with other things that we deal with, whether it's like, you know, from yeast infections, irritation and itching to dry chap skin, we want to improve that too. Sounds great. Sounds yeah, great. yeah, it's been well received. For sure, yeah. And so as we get, get near wrapping up here, we're going to kind of like break it down and kind of give you some... Uh, some, some good takeaways for people. So if you were stranded on an island, you probably heard this kind of question before, and you can only get five keto, you know, keto menopausal friendly foods, um, what would you be taking with you? What are the top five that you would want? Oh, good, because I wasn't sure where the question was going. Stranded on the <laughs> desert island, with who would you choose to be there? <laughs> All right, so um, really for me, that my favorite foods would be avocado, salmon, beet grains, oysters, and Brazil nuts. I mean, I'll cover my five favorite sources too. Those would probably be my top five. Sounds good. Obviously, the seafood, you're going to get a lot of zinc in there. Yes, zinc, tyrosine. Progesterone, testosterone, right? Helps create more balance there. Yep, avocados. Obviously, you've got good prebiotics in there. Lutein, zeaxanthin. Obviously, great alkaline uh, fat for your body. So I know you mentioned the seafood. Oh, you mentioned the beet greens, of course, right? That bitter is good for your liver. So you're really covering all the systems here. And then the Brazil nut selenium for my thyroid. 
That's mm-hmm. right, exactly. Get the good selenium in there as well. Now, top three supplements for menopause. So if women are out there, let's say they're not taking any supplements at all. They're like, okay, I'm, I'm going to start following this keto alkaline approach. What would what be the three supplements, if they can only do three, that you would recommend to start? Yeah, well, you know, then this is going to be a little self-promoting. So forgive me on this, but I really work to create solutions yeah. for women that didn't exist. And mm-hmm. so it would be my Mighty Maca Plus. I want you to get as much as you can in your food as possible. So Mighty Maca Plus is a powder. Just put it into your smoothie. Just mix it with water straight. Add a little lemon juice and make it even more alkalinizing. That's probably huge because we're incorporating over 30 superfoods together in this in this. Um, powder in this formula, Mighty Maca Plus. So that would be my first choice, absolutely. And then I always say, if there was only one other thing I could recommend, it would be an omega-3 fish oil, a very high quality omega-3 fish oil or krill or blackcurrant oil. One of those three would be my my second choice. And then my third, of course, let's make our quality of life better. Let's get the Jolva on. So Jolva is standing for Joyful Vulva, and I'm a women's health advocate, so I'm throwing that in there. But I would say that I use a lot of progesterone cream in my patients as well. I use a lot of bioidentical progesterone as well. And that's the, my Pure Balance PPR cream. And, you know, that just has worked wonders in, in women during this time period, especially when we've had a traumatic event. Our progesterone, which is brain protective, um, declines and it can make us feel more crazy, more off edge, more irritable, and really have a harder time in menopause. And, and the research shows that. So adding some neuroprotective element onto that, like bioidentical progesterone, again, bioidentical progesterone, makes a huge difference for women. The second phase of their menstrual cycle, and then in the menopause, a little bit goes a long way. Well, this has been a great interview, really, really great content. I think it's going to help a lot of our listeners. And so are there any last words of inspiration or empowerment that you want to give? I would just say, you know, for so many of our listeners out there, you know, there's always like you're, you know, we strive to fulfill our purposes in life and just know that whatever age we are, there are still purposes to fulfill. So keep seeking like you are right now coming to this conference and continuing to learn more to find better ways to live out every day of your, of your life. Well, Dr. Kabeca, I want to just acknowledge you for being a pioneer and really, um, you know, taking your knowledge and, and your experience and your life story and creating products to help women going through similar circumstances. I'm sure you think back and you're like, man, I wish I had products like I have now back when I was 39. Um, and so now you've really helped, you know, future women as they experience menopause, they go through, you know, different hormone cycles. And also obviously when they're younger, um, so they, they, they don't have, you know, a, a bad experience as they go through that season of life. And so just really appreciate you and sharing your knowledge with our listeners and uh, really how you show up in the world. So thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you, the listener, have enjoyed the interviews you've listened to here at our Keto Edge Summit, then I just want to encourage you to, to consider owning the entire Keto Edge Summit for yourself. That way you get access to all the interviews, the transcripts, all the bonus material for a lifetime. You can resource this at any time. So if you would consider looking at that and owning it for yourself, we would be honored and we will see you on a future interview. God bless you guys. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.